0: I want to welcome you to the very first, the inaugural, the launch episode of the Live Life, Give Life podcast brought to you by Renew Hope. Uh, My name is Chad Goring and I am going to be the host of the podcast. I'm super excited about it. And I thought that a good way for us to start today would be to simply talk a little bit about what this podcast is going to be all about, what you can expect and why you should probably tune in every single week and uh, check it out. And so I'm going to do that by starting with a series of questions. The first question that I want to ask you is, are you living a full life? Now, I I agree that that seems like a cheesy question and it's something like that a motivational speaker or a coach would ask you or something like that, but rather than getting sidetracked, by the cheesiness of the question, let's actually address the question itself. So are you living a full life? Um, are you even inspired to live a full life? And what, is, what does it mean to have a full life? I mean, we all have full lives when it comes to like time and you know we pack a lot of things into short short days. but are we really feeling inspired and full? By full, I don't mean that it's that it's constantly going. I mean full, like it's doing something inside of you. It's inspiring you. It's It makes you feel alive. You know what I mean? And so are you living a full life is a really legitimate question. And then once we answer that question, let's say that we answer that question with a yes, which is awesome, by the way. If we answer that question with a yes, the question is, What does that mean to the world around us? Because we don't live in an isolated situation. We're not not just you roaming around earth or me roaming around earth. So it impacts the people around us, whether it's a good impact or whether it's a bad impact. It impacts people around us. And so, um, so what would your life look like if you felt inspired and full most days? You know, I've come to believe that there are basically due to two different kinds of work in the world. Uh, there's passion work and then there's road to passion work. And so uh, I am fortunate enough to live a job that allows me to be very passionate and to feel like I'm doing something significant. I'm the development director at Renew Hope, uh, which is a nonprofit that raises awareness on the issue of sex trafficking and provides aftercare services for survivors for adult survivors of trafficking. And so it is a really, it's a big job, but it's also an inspiring job. I feel like every day that I go to work, that I'm doing something. That doesn't mean every day is inspiring. It just means that I'm inspired to go to work every day to make a difference because I am serving a group of people who deserve something better than what they've been given. And so I'm able to be in a situation where I have passion work, but not everybody does. Um, and so that's where the road to passion work comes in. So you, maybe you work in a, in a factory or maybe you work, um, you know, in a machine shop or you work at a bank and you go in and you clock in, you clock out. You're not necessarily like super passionate about banking or, or, you know, any of that kind of stuff, but you are doing a job that allows you to do your passion. Maybe it provides for you financially to go, travel and be a missionary three months out of the year or a month out of year, or maybe you're working towards that. You want to do something significant that way with the work that you do, or you volunteer someplace that, that fills you up and inspires you to do something that's a big part of it so the reason why i bring these things up and I, we talk about living full lives and living a life of passion um, whether you work in a passion job or you work on a road to passion job is because that's really what the live life give life podcast is all about it's about living a life that inspires us that fills us up um, emotionally and intellectually and spiritually. And then it allows us to spill over so that we can then make an impact on people who don't have that opportunity. Because believe it or not, there are people in this world who do not have the opportunity to even live this full life that uh, this corny full life that I've, I've brought up today. So this podcast is all about inspiring us to do that. Now we're gonna have guests on the podcast, we're gonna do interviews, the first couple of episodes will be laying the groundwork for what it is that we're doing. It is a trafficking podcast. It's a podcast about sex trafficking because that is something that I am passionate about. And I want to raise awareness toward that. So we will be talking about the issue of sex trafficking. Hopefully you engage with that and you maybe for the very first time learn some things about it that you never thought. We're going to dispel some myths about it. We're going to get some headlines on it. Like I said, we're going to interview some folks. So it's going to be a good mix. And um, I'm super excited that you're here. I hope that you'll stick around and give it a couple, three, four, five episodes. We promise we'll get better with every episode. And uh, we've already got some guest books. So I'm really excited about it. I hope that you stick around. Let's get going. All right. So one of the things that I mentioned is that we're going to dedicate a section of each of the episodes of this podcast to the issue of sex trafficking. Sometimes it's going to be a story that's in the news and other times it'll be just some commentary that I might have, or it might be that we have a guest that comes in to talk about the issue of trafficking. We're going to try to do you know, quite a bit of that in the future. Uh, the purpose of this is to raise awareness of the issue and make you and me and our culture are more informed about the realities that surround one of the biggest social issues of our time. Uh, sex trafficking has been really lost in the issues of today, like race relations and COVID, and it's kind of gotten covered up. Uh, But it deserves our time and it especially deserves our brain space and the brain space of our culture. And that's why we need to keep it on the forefront. We need to keep pushing it. So today, as laying some groundwork for this, I'm going to go ahead and give you six good reasons why you should pay attention to the issue of sex trafficking. So let's start with this one. First of all, uh, the U.S. is not immune to sex trafficking. So the U.S. actually ranks as one of the worst countries globally on the issue of sex trafficking, that's going to surprise a lot of you. You might think it's more international. It's more on other shores, but it's not, it's right here. And we're one of the worst offenders that happens and uh, you're going to get more information as time goes on. But right now that's just a good enough reason to pay attention to it is that it's happening, it's happening here. And we're one of the worst offenders globally for the issue of trafficking. Uh, The second issue is that 50% of survivors, I don't have these in any order, by the way. I just wanted to kind of throw them all out at you and see what kind of like hits you uh, when we talk about it. But 50% of survivors report that they were first trafficked by a family member. So just let that sink in for a second. 50% of survivors of sex trafficking report that they were first trafficked by a family member. So if you're thinking this is really a distant thing, that this is way out there, that it's bringing, bringing girls in from other countries and then keeping it underground that way and doing all those different things, that is part of what happens in trafficking. But that is not actually the majority of trafficking here in the United States. Families are involved in this, and this is that's a really disturbing, disturbing idea. Uh, so number three, the definition of trafficking involves the use of force, fraud, or coercion. And the reason I say this, and the reason why this is something for us to pay attention to is because I think we have this idea of trafficking that it is, you know, it's a young girl in a corner of a concrete room that's got shackles on and they're being captive there. And, um, you know, the vast, the majority now, these days of trafficking, especially as it relates to children, um, those kind of things, it, it doesn't involve like physical abuse a lot of times, um, but it can be psychological um, manipulation, emotional m- manipulation. Um, there's all sorts of reasons for a trafficker to uh, manipulate or, or ways I should say for a trafficker, trafficker to manipulate um, young subjects that uh, they can then use and exploit. It involves force, fraud, or coercion. If you have any one of those three, then it falls into the definition of trafficking. Okay. Now there's a fourth and that is, as if the subject is a minor, if the subject is a minor, it automatically falls into the definition of trafficking. That's just really good information for you. And I put that in at number four, number five resources for survivors who turn 18 years old are virtually non-existent. Um, this is a big one for me. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, in our culture, we have a lot of resources available to minors who get involved in criminal activity or activity that's involved that, that involves cultural you know situations. We have a lot of resources, the government resources, state and local government resources, nonprofits, all of those different things. But when a young girl or a boy for that matter, but when a young girl turns 18 almost all of those resources dry up they're gone Um, and so uh, that's a big deal and we need to be paying attention to it because it's not like these young kids don't grow up at some point and it's not like there's been mass there hasn't been massive damage that has been done so we got to pay attention to it we got to know about it we have to be aware of it so um the, the sixth one is contrary to popular belief traffic victims are not often abducted by men in speedy white vans And so uh, I think we have this picture that that's how it happens, right? Some kid is wandering the street and then a speedy white van pulls up and some guy in a mask pulls them in and gone and then they're gone. And now they're entering into all sorts of bad stuff. While I don't want to say that doesn't happen because it does happen, that is absolutely not how subjects, as I call them, or victims are entered into the world of trafficking. That's generally not how it happens. There's lots of factors involved, and that's why the podcast exists because we really want to share those things with you as time goes on. But for now, it's good enough for you to know that that's not how it happens. These are average kids a lot of times, kids that your kids go to school with, kids that my kids go to school with, all of those different things. And there's lots of ways for it to happen that are not speedy white bands. So, um, I'm going to give you a bonus one too. The bonus one is, is that the issue is tied to most of the systemic issues that we're facing our days. The breakdown of the family structure, poverty, addiction, all of those things tie into how trafficking happens. Uh, that's a bonus one. Number seven, I want to tell you a story a little bit about, so I work for an organization called Renew Hope and our focus is on adult women who, have, who are survivors of trafficking and need help. They need help emotionally. They need hope psychologically. They need hope physically. They need hope with all of everything that's going on in their life. They generally need housing. They need us consistent supply of um, food and things that they need to live on. So that's what we do. Uh, but I want to tell you why this, going back to number five on that list, the resources for people who have turned 18, for for victims who have turned 18, One day at our office, we received a call from a place in Northern Minnesota. So we're based in Minnesota if you're living somewhere else now, you know. Um, But in Northern Minnesota, we received a phone call from a shelter. It was a youth shelter and they said, we have a young lady here who has trafficking in her past. It did involve her mother, Uh, the trafficking did. There's some kind of addiction that was going on uh, that her mother was using her young daughter to generate money so that she could feed her addiction i know some of you just want me to stop there but the you know the story there's more to the story so they asked if we had a bed available in our facility or at our facility and we said of course we do so they put the phone down and went and got her and um, she was gone uh, so Whatever spooked her, spooked her, and we were never able to go and pick her up and get her to a place of safety. And I I always call that story the heartbreak of Renew Hope. That's that's the organization Renew Hope. I always call that the heartbreak story because uh, we don't know where she's at today, but we do know she needed help. And the reason she couldn't get help from that shelter was because she had turned 18. And that shelter was no longer able to house her because she was no longer a minor. And um, because they turn 18 doesn't make them necessarily smarter. It doesn't mean that their hurts aren't uh, the same as a kid who's 13 or 14 years old. It doesn't mean that they have a better life situation. None of those situations change the day that they have a birthday that makes them an adult in the eyes of society. But all of the resources dry up at that moment. And that's why Renew Hope exists. And that's why I wanted to tell you that story. These situations are happening on a regular basis throughout our state, the state of Minnesota um, and around the United States. And um, we need people to pay attention to them. So. um, So, yeah, there you go. Those those are the the six reasons. And then I just also want to just encourage you you as we're building awareness for this, please share this podcast, share it with your friends and your family and let them know that you're checking into it. It's not just about sex trafficking. Of course, we're going to be talking about real life situations. We're going to talk about what you need to do to live a more full life. Um, But we will be focusing on trafficking for certain, you know, for a section every single time. So please share the podcast with your friends or you can go to the website, renewhopenow.org, renewhopenow.org. All right. So to wrap up this very first episode, we're going to be issuing a weekly challenge. So every single week we'll issue a weekly challenge. It's not something that you're going to have to like, you know, Go jump off a mountaintop, or you know, uh, jump out of an airplane, or anything like that. Although for some of you that might be the challenge, but really what we want to do is issue a weekly challenge that's doable, that's workable, that does something to inspire you to this full life thing. So um, that's the purpose of the podcast is to inspire you to live a full life and overflow to make an impact on somebody else who needs who needs that opportunity to live that full life that doesn't currently have that opportunity. So. Today's challenge is to physically do something that reminds you that you are alive. Physically do something that reminds you that you are alive. So break out of the cycle of the everyday grind and do something different. It doesn't have to be complicated. Make it simple. It could be as simple as, I mean, this is a weird one, but it's the first thing that came to my mind. I thought it's actually pretty good. Take a bath instead of taking a shower. Like If you're a shower person, maybe you haven't taken a bath in like, 20 years or something like that, you know, but by taking a bath instead of a shower, you're doing something different. You're sort of breaking the cycle. And then when you do it, just soak, just soak and feel the heat and let it sort of like absorb you. You know, that's, a I, again, I understand that there's an oddity to this, but it is one thing that you can do that takes almost no effort for you to break out of the cycle and do something different that reminds you that there's something different in life that you've been that you than what you've been experiencing. Another one would be go help somebody at a food shelf this week. So this one's a little bit more what you might expect, but especially if it's something you've never done before, you haven't done in a long time. Get out there and help somebody. We're around the holiday season right now. This is a perfect time to get out and help serve some food. This is a life-changing event that takes almost no effort on your part. Write a note to somebody that you either don't know or you've haven't talked to or seen in a really long time and then actually send it to them. So just write a note to somebody. We're not in that vibe anymore, right? We're text messaging and we're emailing. So break out of that cycle and send a note to somebody and then see how you feel. No matter what the reaction is or if there isn't a reaction, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you're doing something out of the norm and out of your day-to-day-to-day grind that's going to help inspire you a little bit to maybe Do more of that to do something different. The last one I'll give you here today is give something away that you currently own. Not not junk. I'm not saying like, oh, we've got a broken down this or a broken down that. I'm saying something that's actually decent that might have some value to somebody. Just give it away. Whatever you choose to do, put an ad in your church bulletin or reach out on Facebook and just say, hey, I'm looking to give this to a family who could really use it. Um, it still has value, and it's even valuable to me. But I just want to bless somebody, and I want to make a difference, right? So, or you can even, you know, list it on marketplace as, as free, but just make sure that you have a chance to like give it to that person. So, those are those are sort of the things that I'm encouraging you to do. Um, and that does wrap up our very first episode of the Live Life, Give Life podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Please tell your friends. Uh, we're going to be dropping new episodes on Mondays. And so we hope to see you again next week. Until then, we'll talk to you soon.